Welcome to the Nerdlag Game Club. Uh, this week we decided to do a Halloween themed episode and we played through Costume Quest and we tried out a new format for the podcast. So if you're listening, let us know what you think of the new content and uh, enjoy the episode and happy Halloween! Nerdlag Game Club. Welcome to the Nerdlag Game Club podcast, the podcast that gives us a chance to step back and play a game with friends. I'm Corey, and I'm joined with three party members today. Lauren. Hi. Tunza. What's up? And Dan. Hello. In this episode of the Game Club, we're putting on our Halloween costumes and playing 2010's Costume Quest as a special Halloween episode. Costume Quest was developed and published by Double Fine Studios. Um, Double Fine has helped develop other games such as Psychonauts, um, the sequel to this game, and Brutal Legend. Uh, we decided to play this game because Halloween is right around the corner, and we thought it would be fun to play something that matched the theme. Our plan for this episode is to change the format slightly from the previous episodes and try something new, so we hope that you'll enjoy the changes. Uh, and that being said, this episode could have some heavy spoilers for this game, um, so if you haven't played it, I guess you should probably play this beforehand. Uh, who wants to knock on the first door, say Trick or Treat, and give us a summary of the story of Costume Quest? Uh, I guess I will. It... It's a game that takes place on Halloween. Um, you can either choose between two fraternal siblings, Reynolds and Ren. Uh, they just move to a new neighborhood, and their parents ask them about making friends and making like a what fun, eventful like day. Uh, Ren just wants to cause trouble. Uh, I think it depends on. So when you leave to go trick or treating, it depends on I think who you pick is dressed as a candy corn, right? Yeah, it's the character you don't pick. It's the candy it's corn. Okay. Yeah, I picked Ren as my character. Same. Um, so, like, when we first go to the first house, or first or, no, second house, you knock on the door, a monster steals your fraternal twin, and then you chase him down, a witch confronts you, gets rid of your costume, and then uh, you spend the rest of the game gathering costumes and trying to... Find your brother or sister, depending upon your oh yeah choice. fraternal twin yeah. yeah, and then you go through um it's like the same format each way is just trick or treating, collecting cards, meeting interesting characters along the way. Uh, you go from a little neighborhood to a mall to like a festival thing to like a maze area. Uh, I mean, I think like that's some is there. We want to elaborate on anything more? No, yeah, I mean, we'll kind of talk about, like, some of our favorite parts, which will probably, like, sum up a good portion of it. Um, the only thing I want to add is the... Basically, the whole goal of the game is to save your brother or sister. And you end up fighting, like, a big bad boss at the end. Yeah, Pretty... you fight, like, monsters while trick-or-treating. Like, your objective is still gathering candy. So, there's that. Yeah, so the story's not super in-depth. Um, but, 
I, I think it serves the purpose for what it is. Yeah, for the small game. Um, so we're a first section we're going to go into is the story summary slash favorite part section. Um, we're going to talk about some of our favorite parts from the game. I'll go first, and we'll go around and talk about them. Um, so my first favorite part from this game is the first time you get into battle, and your cardboard robot costume goes from being like real shitty, and you transform into like a giant mech robot. Um, I personally wasn't expecting it to get like all crazy like that. Um, and you're definitely playing it that that like the battles from like what a kid would imagine it being like. Yeah. Um, so that's like my first, I mean, it's not really a part in general, but it's just like when you first get introduced to the combat and how like your costume transforms into like something that's actually cool. Yeah, I'd agree with that. That was the same thing I thought when I, when they transformed, I was like, this is what a kid would imagine a battle being like in their costume. It's all cool. And like, actually like, I guess more like high tech. Like powers. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just a cardboard thing with like some Heelys. Yeah. <laughs> um so Dan has a really talk. So what's your first favorite part? See, I, I didn't really have like a favorite part, to be honest. Like I feel like anyways. Um my like favorite thing about the game was uh just the different kinds of costumes. Like they were all pretty different made the game feel a little bit cooler in that sense okay so you didn't really have a favorite part um what about you lauren um i don't know if i'd say for sure a favorite part but there was a couple parts that like stood out to me like the first part the fact that i played as the girl and she is super mean to her brother like i was like oh my god this this lady like she's kind of a bitch <laughs> and then i like the cannon part where you like have to sneak past the guy to go into the cannon to go to the top of the ferris wheel i thought that was clever i liked that you like because you got the dress as a ninja <laughs> yeah well yeah I did like dressing as a ninja, but I thought that was clever. Like, a clever way to force you to make your way up there. Tanza's favorite part is dressing up like french fries. Oh, no. french fries. <laughs> I do not love french fries. That part annoyed me, because I didn't realize... I, I did a lot of bad things in this game of just skipping dialogue and stuff. I had no idea what I was supposed to do there. And then, it wouldn't let you grab all three of them at the same time. It, annoyed me. You had to go back for each person individually. I roped them all together so I could just grab them as a giant line. Uh, favorite part for me, I guess, or one of them is like when you get the goblin costume and he's like, hmm, you kind of look like my mother or my mom. Oh yeah, at the end when you're in the maze. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you look like my mom. and You're like, oh. <laughs> I, will, I will say, like, a lot of the dialogue in this game, pretty good. If you actually yeah. read it, yeah, some of them are really fun. Like uh, the when you're meeting all the judges, and you put together like the costume um, the contest. Yeah, it's like a costume contest. Yep. 
Did you get it wrong at all? Yeah. No. I changed them all, but I always forget when you change yours, yours goes to the next person. Yeah. So, like, when I changed everybody's, I got it wrong because... Or somebody went back to being, like, the the fucking astronaut dude. And they're like, that's kind of not what I... Like, or whatever they said was, like, a smart-ass way. Like, that's not the type of technology we're looking for. Or smart. And they wanted, like, the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, because it was, like, educational. Was educational. And I didn't even realize he switched. So, I don't remember the guy's name. So, the first time you fight him, he's, like, at the boss at the mall. Oh, but then the, you see the him again guy. in the yeah. corn maze. Oh, uh, yeah, he's me- going real me- slow, me- and he's oh, that dude, and he's super easy. That time. yeah, but he's going real slow, yeah. and he's like, "Hold on, I'm getting there. Hold on," and then you're just standing there, like, "Okay, all right," and he's moving real to? slow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you want us to come to you? Yeah, that part was pretty good. Yeah, so that that part made me laugh. Um. I kind of like the part where you put the two like bird-like creatures in the barn using the French fries. Yeah, same. Because it's so stupid. Oh, some of the dialogue with the kids playing hide and go seek was pretty good. I don't think I really read most of those ones. Some of them were like, "Darn it! How would you? Could you ever find me? This was the perfect spot." And they're like, in the open behind a bush, like. <laughs> I also like the whole, like, when you're getting the Statue of Liberty suit, like, to get into that uh, party. Why are they all dressed as Lincoln? Uh, yeah, I noticed that, too. I was like, they're they all say it. They're Lincoln. Like, and all the passwords are, like, Manifest Destiny. And it's like, what's going on here? <laughs> like, they're all Lincoln. Um, yeah, that was, that's pretty good. That's, like, right at the beginning of the neighborhood. Um, one of the strangest things was the bobbing for apples. Yeah, yeah, I that that's pretty fun. It's weird. Why was it weird? Because it just doesn't seem to fit everything else. Do you bob for apples on Halloween? I think I think so. I think it's a thing yes. some people do. Yeah. I don't think I've ever actually yeah. bobbed for apples. So. <laughs> Me either. I'm afraid I'm a drown. Uh, oh, Why? <laughs> are you, you staying underwater? You can't bite. Are you down? eating the apple? <laughs> are you? Yeah, are you like Aaron from the office where she's like, two? I ate two whole apples. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it just for me, it seemed kind of out of place. But I guess if that's like a Halloween tradition, then cool. But I've never personally done that. <laughs> I guess you're also He's scared of drowning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to drown in a bucket of water. That's embarrassing. I don't get it that you can't just bite down on something and not, like, inhale. <laughs> like, if your nose and mouth go underwater, you have to breathe. What's this? <laughs> I should have gills. I need gills to bop for apples. All right. Whatever. <laughs> All right, was there uh, any other story elements that stood out to you? Not that. Not really, I guess. Yeah, not not really. Not really on, like, the story thing. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, it, the story's, it's there. The dialogue's pretty good, but for the most part, it's... It's, it's kind of just, like, straightforward. Yeah. It's like, uh, it, it feels old, like an old style like game where it's just kind of like get to point A, point B. Yeah. It's pretty dated. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sure twos are probably better or whatever because it's been like years after. But like, and this is also uh, like a Xbox Live arcade game. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not meant to be like a full fledged crazy story thing, but for being like a, a we don't get many games themed around something. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say. I think, that, I think that's um, what did really well. When we were trying to find this, like a Halloween themed game for this episode, I looked it up and a lot of them are just horror based. There's not actually like all that many like Halloween themed games. Well, even like ones where I'd be like, oh, Dead Rising or something. They all take place around like Black Friday or Christmas. Yeah. Not so, yeah, really I, Halloween. I have game. There's games that like touch upon it, but never like anything like themed. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a pretty inter- interesting concept. Oh, can I just say too that I don't know about you guys, but every time I knocked on a door at the beginning of the game because I wasn't sure how the battles were gonna go, I had freaking anxiety hoping it was a, like, person passing out candy and not a battle. And I was <laughs> no. like, oh my god. Like, well, what if it's a battle? I'm like, alright, I gotta do it. I was getting all prepared with my fingers on the buttons. Like, I'm always like, <laughs> alright, let's fight them. I'm gonna grind out <laughs> these battles. So, I... The first, like, four houses that I knocked on, I was like, oh, I wonder what it's going to be. And then after that, I'm just like, skip, 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 get me to the battle. Yeah. The battle. <laughs> yeah. That was what I was going to say. The first couple, I was like, oh, this is going to be different. And I was like, oh, it's the same guy four different times. Okay. Exit key, exit key, exit key. Um, I did at one point get four houses in a row that gave me candy. I, I got a lot in a row. That gave me candy, and I was like, this is kind of stupid. Um, <laughs> so, we have talked about the gameplay slightly in our in this story section, um, but I think we should actually get into a deeper dive of what the gameplay is like. Um, but first, I want to know how everyone played the game. So, I think we all played PC. Yeah. 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 Did you guys play with mouse and keyboard? Did you play with controller? Uh, I played mouse and keyboard. Mouse and keyboard. I played mouse and keyboard, but I, I redid my key buttons. I played with a controller. Partly because I'm lazy, and I didn't want to like lean forward. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, I guess uh, we should get into the battle mechanics first, and then we can kind of just work our way out from there. Um... How about we start with you, Lauren? Explain how the battles work in this game. Um, I'm terrible at explaining things. So, basically, the battle system's turn-based. So, you start off with, is it by yourself? Or is that when the second character comes into play? Well, both. It's like, you get the first, second, or you get the second character pretty early. Yeah. So... Whatever partner you have with you, or partners, you guys are both in whatever costumes. You can change costumes, they all have different abilities. And when you go into the battle, they, like, transform into basically whatever they are. So if your costume's a vampire, you become a vampire, so on and so forth. Then you take turns, basically, where you attack them when it's their turn, 
you can dodge or you can at least like block, I guess, to do less damage. Yeah, it's I don't like a think successful it's... defend, I think is what it is. Yeah. yeah. And then you have like uh what are they called? Like badges that yeah, are like special battle abilities. Stamps. Battle stamps. stamps. They're stamps, you're right. Battle stamps. So I don't know. That's the best description I got for you. It's turn based. Yeah, you um <laughs> so how it kind of breaks down is you have a basic attack and a special attack. Every like three turns, you can use your special attack or special ability rather. Um, some of them will do damage. Some of them will heal. Some of them will put a shield on you. Um, it can cause like uh, status effects. It it just kind of depends on what costume you're wearing. Uh, but you're able to use that, and then certain stamps can go into the third command, which. Um, can cause like poison or fire damage or whatever the stamp has. Um, uh, so it could be like if you get hit, you can counterattack. I use that one a lot. Yeah, counter. Um, one of the stamps that I used a lot was the slime stamp. The splash. Same. Yeah, where it would like, if you hit one enemy, you would also hit the other enemies. So you do like almost like a group attack. Yeah, I use that too. Um, and I also had poison on quite a bit. I think those three are the three I used. Well, mine, my, uh, Till then. I, I swear the one, uh, splash one, the like higher tier one, it would start to make them like poisoned. Yeah. yeah, yeah the high, like the, the other the yeah. top one gives you not only damage to the other enemies, but it can cause like, DOT um, mm -hmm. effects. Yeah. Um, so outside of that, each one of those costumes, as Lauren mentioned, um, not everyone, but most of them have a secondary ability, like outside of battle. Um, so the robot, as tons of mentioned, you have like Heelys. It lets you like jump ramps and like you can travel faster. Move faster. Um, the there's In like Marvel a or whatever. Yeah, and a shield. He's a shield for like certain elements where you don't want to get wet, or there's rumble, debris, like, like debris and stuff. Um, does the Statue of Liberty have? No, no. There's no ability no. for that one. No. Um, no. The next one was the space thing. He used his like, like the police one thing. The light like, like, for oh, yeah, freaking to, to light up areas. Mm -hmm. Um, the. The ninja has the cloaking ability. Right. The, the French fries has the ability to attract people. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there there may be more, but those are kind of the ones you are like forced into using. Uh, yeah. Um, for the abilities, so that's like kind of an element to it. Is like each costume kind of has like a secondary ability outside of bat battle, unless it's like one that you don't need to progress the story. Because um, there's like a unicorn, which I don't think has an outside of battle thing. There's a pumpkin. No, it doesn't. Like a scarecrow pumpkin that doesn't do pumpkin anything. Doesn't. Yeah. Um, the D, like the little monster does, but not really. You just don't. Enemies no longer. Uh. Like, or you don't have aggro. 
and you just walk right past them. You can't even like get into battles because I kept like meleeing them oh, and still can't. couldn't get into battles. <laughs> yeah, they won't even like fight you at all. Uh, yeah. You look like that guy's mom. Yeah. Um, yeah, you look like his mom. But you uh, you collect candy and experience as you battle. When you ex- like get enough experience, you level up. Um, the candy allows you to buy stamps from like that girl. Sadie. I think it was Sadie. Pretty Sa- sure it was yeah, Sadie. Sadie. And uh, every time you level up, she has more like different stamps that you can buy. Oh, was it based on level up? I thought it was just based on uh, the areas. No, every time you leveled up, I think she added like three more. Or that makes sense. And then some of the stamps you got after beating the boss at the end of each level. Or doing some of the quests. Did you get stamps from the quest? I thought so. I don't remember. I Maybe not. Cards. There's like those cards to give to those kids. Yeah, for like some of the side quests. Treat, the treats or whatever. Bobbing for apples gave you like those cards typically after you beat like the hardest difficulty round. Yeah. Uh, but there was just things around each level, like different little like side quests that you didn't have to do. They were all like a little bit different besides the apple one and the card collecting kids. Um, because there's like the costume contest, the what'd you say like the where you get the statue of liberty thing and you have to get in to that like party oh that was just collecting stuff to make the statue of liberty the materials and then you need to do that to get that cherry pie for that lunch lady to move out of your way i don't think she was a lunch lady she just looked like it. she just wanted to make pie um so i do kind of have a question based on like gameplay um, so in this game, obviously there's a bunch of different costumes. So what did everyone use primarily? And did you have a favorite one? I think I mainly <laughs> used the robot. As so I cycled as the thing went on. Like there's the robot and uh, Statue of Liberty for a while. Then it was robot. The space guy. And then... I think Statue of Liberty to do heels if I needed. My end party was Jack Lantern, the robot, and the unicorn. That's an interesting combo. Um, unicorn can rev. What was yours, Lauren? I know you were messing it around with it at the end. Uh, when it started, I used the robot and the Statue of Liberty, obviously. When I got to the point of having the spacesuit, I used spacesuit, Statue of Liberty, and I think at that point I got the ninja, and I used that almost the entire way through the game at that point. And then at the very end, I was struggling real hard because I was underleveled at first, and I ended up finishing the game with... The pumpkin, the vampire, and the Statue of Liberty. Hmm. And I just want to say, I, Dan, did you use the vampire at all? Yep. So I had an issue with his attacks. It'll give you a random key and tell you to hit it repeatedly. Well, one of those keys is shift. And sticky yeah. keys kept closing my game <laughs> where I couldn't see it and I couldn't finish the attack. 
Come on, you're a gamer. You gotta turn that shit off. <laughs> it is turned off, but my game, my freaking Windows keeps popping up. Like, would you like to turn it back on? I'm like, no, it's off. <laughs> so I was a little stressed out about that, but that's what I ended with. And what about you, Dan? Um, I think for the most part, I mostly use the robot in the night, and then I ended up using. Robot, Knight, and the Space Guy. And then whenever, towards the end, I switched to the Cat, Vampire, and the Pumpkin. And then I kind of used that for the most part until the boss at the very end. Then I had to switch what to... What uh, Um, oh, his, uh, like, a special? Yeah. Um, it would give it a chance to make enemies run away. Oh, well, that's neat. I never used the cat. Like I, had but it, it but never yeah, used it. but since the move obviously couldn't work on like a boss, it just did damage in exchange. And then they would also make like a little line, like, "Oh, you thought that would really like scare me away or something like that." <laughs> I, but uh, uh, at the big boss, I uh, had to switch to the unicorn from the cat in order to like keep everybody alive so i started with the robot and king arthur or whatever he is the knight and i didn't use the statue of liberty at all same um and then when you get into the mall i use the space guy and the robot um and then you get your third party member and I made her the knight. <laughs> so I was basically just attack heavy. And just using like the splash and the DOT stuff is how I took care of most of my enemies. Um, towards the very end though, like the last level, I had like everything unlocked. So I used the pumpkin, the robot, and the french fries. And that's the team that I used to beat the game. Nice. French fries was neat. Yeah, it was like a spider. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then it. I gave it the poison card. I gave it the splash damage. Nice. Um, so that's how I finished it. I never used the unicorn in battle. Um, did anyone use... Oh, you couldn't use the monster in battle, huh? No. Well, I started to think about it. I feel like you probably could... If it was like on a yeah, but I don't know because whenever you would look at it in like the costume like section, it wouldn't say it has like anything. Yeah, so I don't I don't know if you would have even been able to. Um, I know. So in this game, I I hundred percented everything. So I had all the costumes, all the stamps, all the cards. Um, I was max leveled. So when I went to that boss fight at the end, it was like a cakewalk. I didn't have any issues with it. Uh, I just got to the very end once, and it was like he had like twenty health, and then a tick got me, like just like a damage tick. <laughs> Wait, what? What level was like the max? It is ten or nine. 10? Um, it's 10. 10, 10 is the max. Yeah. I was like right there. Um, uh, yeah, I was, I was kind of almost there. I also did the DLC stuff. 
and hundred percent of that. Yeah, I did. I forgot there was a DLC. I didn't do that. Oh, you ended up playing through that. Yeah, I did the Grubbins on Ice, which is the DLC that's included in the Steam version. Um, that one's pretty cool because it adds a pirate costume. It's there's like an eyeball, which is kind of interesting. Uh, there's a Yeti that they add. Um, so those are pretty cool. Does it carry over your stuff, or do you start? It does. It does. Yeah, it carries it over what you have. So I had all everything we already had, plus the new costumes, and then your level cap moves to fifteen. Are are you Uh, sure it carries everything over? I mean, I didn't like play through it, but I started it. I had it. But at the beginning, I was already level 10, which I wasn't level 10 whenever I beat the game. Oh, they probably just 13. Oh, they might max you level wise, but I I had everything still. So I uh, maybe it just. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it just starts you with everything from the base game. I'm not sure. Um, Basically, the DLC is you go through different sections, like up a mountain basically, to fight the final boss. Hmm. Um, it's pretty cool. The Yeti is probably one of my favorites <laughs> from that DLC. Um, and his ability gives a shield to everyone in your party. Uh, that's cool. Um, not that I really need it in normal battles, but that boss fight really helped. Um, so was there any anything else about the gameplay portion of things? Anything else you wanted to mention? I hated the fucking healers. Oh, see, I didn't have a problem with healers. Yeah, they no, just made everything longer. That just like always took them out, like first round, like first turn. I not at first, I didn't. Yeah, I used to. I targeted the medic. I would, I would always do the medic, the shaman, or like anything that would heal or buff. And it was just like at one point, it was like I would get them to like six health, and I'm like, fuck, I really have to do this all over, like. You know, I have to like what? Just die. Just somebody crit. Yeah, that's uh. That was it. It wasn't like uh they would always die or or something. It was just like I would target them the whole time, and then they would miraculously have like two health, heal themselves to sixty, and then my next attack would kill it. But that's like what, another round. That's what made me like stick with the whole like uh, dot and poison because usually you could they would die. You can get that tick. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have poison on until later. Um, so as soon as I started getting poison and stuff, I just added it because I was like, I'm so tired of these people living with like six. Yeah. Cause like, it would be like, oh, you hit them for 80 and then the tick would be like 27. I was like, fuck that. Yeah. It wasn't a problem until I switched. Like once I got like the new cards. Did you guys end up using, uh, the battle stamp that Dorcilla gives you whenever you beat her? What is that one? Um, so every turn you would heal. A little bit. Like, I think it was like 40-ish health every turn, I, like at the end. I, I think I switched to that one at the end. I gave it to the robot. I only ever used it in the DLC. I never used it in okay. the main game, though. On the final boss in the DLC, I used it. Gotcha. Um, so I think we, we, we kind of can segment into art and music. Um, this is a section that we always talk about like talking more on the podcast about, and we always just kind of like, yeah, we kind of gloss over it. Um, but this game, maybe not so much, but for future games, it could be pretty important to talk about art style and music. Um, I feel like we usually have more to say. Yeah. For this one, um, any thoughts for it? Anyone want to explain the art style? 
Got big eyes, little chibi looking characters. And then, the, the, I don't know. Weird, it, every time you do a boss battle, like, the city or area you were in, where it was in the background, I found that really neat. Yeah, it's like miniature, like underneath. Yeah. You. It's like when you did, like, the like the fight at, like, the fairground thing. It's like the Ferris wheel's behind you, and it's super tiny. Uh, art style, big, uh, yeah, big eyes, big heads. The art style just reminds me of, like, an arts and craft project. Like, yeah. Like, like, in school. Mm-hmm. Where you just drive, I like... it's similar to, like, <laughs> all their games, like, art styles, in a way. Yeah, they're more, like unrealistic like proportions like the kids have really big heads yeah i mean i had a big like i kind of compare it to stick of truth and it's just because the running around the neighborhood and interacting with like people in houses and seeing people walking like down the street yeah but with less puzzle well less like almost everything like just, I mean, obviously, a a game that was made for like an like an arcade game for like a seasonal thing is not gonna be a full fledged like first RPG of a company. That's true. That's also like their first like RPG project. Um, because they made this before Brutal Legend came out. Yeah. They made this during a period of Brutal Legends development when they're unsure the publisher was going to keep stuff. Yeah, so they like made this and it it's like one of their few games that they announced and released in the same year. Oh, yeah, I I remember it coming out. I'm pretty sure it was a free game of gold. Like back in the day, like on the the Xbox. Um music no, Dan usually talks about music. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really have anything to say about the music in this one. I it is. I feel like it was really lackluster. I feel like it was the same, like throughout. The yeah, game. It was uh, the yeah. Same the yeah. Game. I felt like at one point, I think it was at like the festival area. It was like no music at all. It was just kind of like bland. And I was it's like, silent. oh, okay, uh, yeah. Since Lauren hasn't really said anything, you have any thoughts on art and music? No, not really. I wasn't like particularly blown blown away. All right, so I guess we'll go into kind of like the last topic that we usually cover, and that is the time to complete. Um, this is the section that I always kind of find fascinating when we play each game because usually we're pretty different in the amount of time it takes us to finish things. Um, so what was everyone's time to completion? Uh, I'm trying to look at Steam real quick and see what it's I, I was going to say. I looked at mine and it was like 4.8 hours. So a little bit less than five. Mine says five hours. Exactly. Yeah, five hours exactly. Mine was 6.4. Mine was Yikes. 6.2. But Yikes. I did everything and uh, the DLC. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that so, makes sense. I don't know if that probably factors in, right? Isn't that just total playtime? I yeah. I would assume it's so. Just just the game's open. Uh, yeah. Like, because I I think it screws up that stuff because if you leave the game open and walk away or go to the bathroom, it'd still count that. 
Yeah, I uh, I literally went around and collected every single pumpkin that I could. Or candy, I mean. I literally punched every single <laughs> pumpkin that was on the ground, all the trash cans, literally everything. <laughs> I did that did at that the beginning. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, see, I didn't do that at all. Yeah. I did that throughout every single level, no matter where I was. I scanned the entire, every floor of the friggin' mall, everything. So that's probably why it took me so much longer. Yeah, this is um, typically our in-between games are much shorter. Um, so this was a little longer than typical, like our typical like in-between games usually are like two to three hours. This is like I took me over six hours to finish. Um, so a, a little different for us. Um, but we're coming to the end of the episode, and I do have a question that I'd like to ask. Um, so my question for Costume Quest is, what Halloween costume would you want included in the game, and what would its special ability in and out of battle be? Man, you can't just, like, put us on the spot like this, man, with the full, like... <laughs> I just thought of, like, me being a kid when I used to just go around with my skateboard and go, like, trick-or-treating, and they'd be like, who are you? And you'd be like, I'm Tony Hawk. I want that <laughs> equivalent. <laughs> Like of just, just like and then like his special move is just he does the nine hundred at him and attacks, or like or like pops cool. the board and like throws it like a boomerang or some something weird. But like I picture just like a not even Tony Hawk like or I mean they can get his license, but like just that helmet like his driver license. Yeah, get his driver's license. <laughs> I just used to do that. Like I just remember the one time of doing. Um, who are you supposed to be? Like, that guy from your favorite band. How do you know my favorite band? That's not what we're getting into, man. I was just trying to get some candy. That's all I want is some candy. How do you know my favorite band? Def Leppard. Uh, I don't even know who. <laughs> Leave so, me alone. Would your skateboard guy have an out-of-battle ability? Yeah, he rides the skateboard. So it's like a speed boost kind of thing? Yeah, it serves two purposes. You attack with it, and you ride. Um, so I'll give you guys a little more time to think, but mine, which I was kind of surprised by, is like an athlete. So the one first one that jumped out for me would be like a oh, baseball, yeah. like a baseball player. Um, um, so his attack would be like some sort of like fire, like a like a fire fastball or something, or like hitting the ball at him or something. Yeah, like yeah. hitting the ball or like. You know, maybe it's like a, they call it like a triple hit where you just like hit each enemy once. Um, but it was just kind of weird that there wasn't an athlete. And I think like outside of battle, like uh, you could use the bat to maybe like break into certain like special areas. If you had to yeah. Break, like a window. Yeah, I feel like that would be kind of better than what they did for breaking things with just hitting it with like your bucket. Yeah. Or your or your tiny bag and then it gets into a little uh, yeah. bigger bag. Mm -hmm. So you guys think of anything? The the only thing that really like I can think about is during the whole Ferris wheel part, um I talked to the guy outside of it that like ran it and he said that I couldn't use it because it's like, you know, the monsters are all on it or whatever. 
And the one character says something about, oh, if only we could fly. And I I figured I was going to get a costume that would allow me to fly. And so that's what my mind is going to is like a bird or something like that and be able to like fly in the air to like go over like obstacles or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. Kind of give it like a um, like a more vertical aspect to the game where you have to like fly. Uh, Yeah. Um, The only thing I thought of when you said like an athlete is maybe like a firefighter. So then, like, in battle, you could have, like, either a fire extinguisher or, like, a hose. I don't know how that would play outside of battle, but in battle, it could be interesting. You're in a house fire. Grabbing the <laughs> It's very specific. Yeah, There's just one, one area. It's just one time you use it. Just one single time throughout the game. Well, to be fair, you use that goblin... Whatever costume just to get past the guy, and that's it. They also have oh, costumes yeah, that's, that have that's no fair. point. Correct. Um, so, before we head into kind of our final section of this, is there anything else that anyone wants to say about Costume Quest? Uh, I'm good. No, not really. All right. Well, with as with every game we play, uh, we're gonna go around and uh, we're gonna see if you guys would recommend this to people, and uh, why or why not. Uh, I'll go first. <laughs> I guess, which I, if if you listen to these, I guess I always recommend because usually we're playing these games for really cheap, and I can justify playing a five-hour game for under ten bucks or ten bucks. But I liked it. It's good. I think definitely it hits the theme. Like like we said, there's no other like Halloween games. It's like not non horror. Like this wouldn't be a bad game for like a family to play with like a kid or something. So I mean, I give it that. So yes, I recommend it. Lauren, I would definitely recommend it and. My reasons being, A, same thing as Tunza. There's not really any, like, Halloween-themed games. And it did give me what I was looking for in that aspect. Where when I told you, like, hey, we should do a Halloween game because Halloween's coming up. It definitely at least hit that mark. Another thing, too, is typically I don't like turn, you know, turn-based games. Except Pokemon. And I would say because of the costumes, having all the different powers, stuff like that, that helped. I actually didn't feel like it was a chore doing battles. So I even liked it in that aspect from somebody that doesn't typically like that battle style. That's fair. Uh, You don't typically play turn-based anything? Correct. (laughs) Uh, What about you, Dan? So I'm kind of like on the fence. I'm kind of leaning more towards like agreeing with them. My only thing is each area I feel like plays the exact same. Like the quests are all the same and stuff like that. So I feel like for $10, it's not really like worth it. But if you can find it for cheaper, I guess. But yeah, I, I did enjoy it. But at the same time, 
is like the same thing over and over. Yeah, I, I was kind of bored at some points, but like, uh, yeah, it wasn't fully. You know, I wouldn't say fully. But, me, the, but the costumes did help. Like, yeah, once you got more, more to stuff, it, I wish they uh, had yeah. more like attacks. Like, I wish the battles were a little more like robust. It was yeah. a lot of just doing the same thing, but like still, like for a five-hour game, that's that's good enough. Yeah, but since I, this I, also comes with the DLC, like I I didn't play through the DLC, Corey did, so I don't know how that one was, but I that kind of adds to the price a little bit, at least to me, anyways. Yeah, I mean it was another whole section, so it probably was around an hour. Yeah. Um, I this is like where I fall in line. This is like I love turn-based games as is, and this is just like a nice, easy. I didn't have to like think of some complex strategy to beat anything. Um, this is perfect if you have a child. Um, that wants to play a game with you, so get off Call of Duty, play a cheaper than ten dollar game with your kid um, around Halloween time and uh, you guys can enjoy some of the adult humor that's in there and the kids can get a joy out of the kids humor as with most like kids TV shows um, I would definitely recommend this all right so um, we're gonna jump into some plugs so I had a lot of fun talking about costume quest on NLGC but before we go, uh, we want to share where you can find us online. First, we have a YouTube channel called NerdLag, where we'll be uploading some great content to make sure to subscribe for the latest videos. We have a Facebook page at NerdLag Game Club. Make sure you like that page so you can get all the latest news about the podcast. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at NerdLag Game Club, where we share some of our latest, like the latest gaming news and what we find interesting and amazing. Um, and lastly, we have a Discord at NerdLag where you can talk to us in voice chat or even join in some of the games we're playing. So if you have any interest in that, ask us for an invite. Uh, we want to thank everyone that tuned in for this episode. And if you enjoyed it, make sure to share it with your friends and follow us on Spotify. It really helps us out. Uh, I wanted to add something new this week and see how it goes. Uh, I wanted to add a section to the podcast where we talk for about five, 10 minutes about other games we're playing or anything that's happened since our last episode. Uh, we're gonna call this section, the ending credits. Uh, this is where we're gonna address anything from previous episodes and answer comments or questions from our social media pages as those come up. Um, but for this week, I think it's appropriate for us to talk about two games that we've been dumping a bunch of time into recently and uh, so where should we start? Back for Blood or New World? Uh, we can briefly mention Back for Blood since we still need to play more of it. Yeah, that that's what I was going to say. I was going to yell at you guys because we haven't played it I, since. We played yeah. it once. <laughs> one day. Yeah, I also want to play it. But yeah, same. You've been busy, man. You work so late. I know. I How about tomorrow? <laughs> we can Ooh, do tomorrow. Uh, okay. Like afterwards. <laughs> I don't work. Okay. I don't work the following day. Okay, yeah, that's fine. After we can, what? We can play tomorrow, then. After work. After I get off work. Oh. Dan's working? <laughs> Fuck. Okay, okay. Yeah, so Back for Blood's good. Uh, it's fun when you play with everybody. I tried to play alone. It's uh, made me want to play with everybody. So. It's it's fun getting uh, swarmed by zombies and getting ate by the hag. That's fun. 
I didn't oh, yeah. even know that was a thing until that one. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is it? It makes for an entertaining game. Like co-op games oh, yeah. done well are always my favorite. Um, my I guess my only like issue with it thus far is uh man does the difficulty spike between like the lowest level and the middle level. Yeah, I don't know if that's like like I that's gotta be broken or bugged. Like, I was gonna say, from my understanding, it's bugged, or at least it's not like balanced well. Because I've seen a lot of people on like Twitter and stuff like complaining about the spawns of all the special. But then zombies. I seen them on like the after like the next act and stuff, and it's not as bad. I don't know if it's just that first area that's just. Uh, yeah, there. I have no idea. And we tried that one time, and we got rolled. Uh, yeah. Um. So we've we haven't played a ton of time into Back for Blood yet. Uh, we did sit down and play for I don't know, was that like three four hours? I um, think so. We got yeah. through the whole first act. Um, yeah, I would say we spent a lot of time just shooting each other in the like shooting range. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, I would say we'd probably have more to say the next podcast for sure. Yeah, but well, New World has consumed three of our lives. Yeah, I, I do not play New World, so this is not my discussion. But you guys have been dumping a lot of time into that. You were literally playing it before we did. We're recording this episode. I'm playing right. Well, no, now it's on. getting late. I'll play like a little bit after. Um, but it's a. Uh, I don't know. It's fun. It's an MMO. I'm curious to see what Endgame's like because it is more PvP like oriented, but. I don't know, crafting stuff, doing dungeons and stuff of our little guild things. Awesome. Uh, what's our server called? Oh, it's that Argadnol or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, good luck. So if, if you would like a solid group on there, we made a nerd lag uh, company. company and we're on. We did join the syndicate and we have a little decent group. We we play quite a bit. We have a solid group of like five or six that are on usually all the time. What do you have? Like a total yeah. of like 14 people now? Well, Wink picked the wrong group, so we're we like can't join 11, yet. <laughs> 11 or 12 now. Yeah. And then we have people waiting for the server transfers because the start of the servers were pretty bad. Yeah, basically. I read online that they said next week, supposedly, but they keep uh, pushing yeah, it back. Yeah, it was supposed yeah. to be like the 1st of October. And yeah. Now, we'll see what I will say that I typically get bored of MMOs pretty fast, but I've been enjoying it because everybody's playing it. And I really like the dungeons because at the end of the day, they're basically like freaking action RPGs in the dungeon. This game very much feels <laughs> like an action RPG with a lot of like crafting. Dan spends most of his day uh, not crafting. Uh, yeah, I just chop down trees, mine some more. Go about my day. I kill things all the time. Um, I, yeah. It's a walking simulator. Uh, yeah. Dan loves walking. Yeah, I'd love it. That's, that's all I want to do in my game. That's the only thing I ever see you doing in <laughs> game is walking. It's, uh, it's like 75% walking. Yeah, accurate. <laughs> um. One thing that I wanted to mention is today they announced information about the day before. 
um, which oh, is that like zombie survival game. Yeah, I didn't see like that. The division. Uh, so they gave it a release date of June of 2022. Yes. And uh, they released some more like gameplay and stuff about it today. Um, so it's good to get some sort of update about it. Looks good. Um, that's a co-op experience as well. Actually, yeah, I have to watch that actually. Probably after this. Yeah, I, uh, I, I've been keeping my eyes on it. It looks like it'd be pretty fun. It's, it's very much division like. We like Division yeah. One. I don't think all, any all of us besides Tony didn't. I don't think we finished Division Two. Um, did we? I don't. I don't remember. It's been too long since I, I played I that played game. The second one. The the downfall of getting older and everything is games come out or like games are now bigger and they come out more often. And as soon as they start one, there's another like game within a week. Like right now I'm struggling. I have so many games I want to play, but Back for Blood just came out. We're still playing New World. It's like like we were just talking about Pokemon's right around the corner too, and it's like, oh god. Yeah, and then we have and then like two months later, the next Pokemon comes out. Yep. Yeah, the podcast games that we're doing. Um, uh, yeah, not that games aren't too bad. I actually like these because I finished them. Yeah, I mean they're they're relatively short. We kind of keep it that way on purpose because most of us are relatively busy. Yeah, we have a rule of under ten hours. Um, but I uh, started streaming a little bit of Pokemon Shiny hunting. Woo! So yeah, what was that like an hour stream? It was like an hour and a half, yeah. Kind of <laughs> easing my way back into it. Um, that's I don't know. I've got, that's kind of been my obsession. You guys have had New World, and my obsession has been shiny hunting. <laughs> yeah, you probably equal, you probably put equal what I put in New World, maybe even more in the shiny hunting. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably agree with that. I mean, I just. It gives me something to do when you guys are you're playing. Like I could just like, gaming out. Yeah, I could just kind of lay in Lauren's game room and play on the floor. The wonderful <laughs> thing of the Switch. But now he's gonna start streaming. Yeah, I'm gonna start streaming instead of now. laying on the floor and watching TikToks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I, I think uh, New World's probably gonna still be pretty prevalent for you guys. Um. I hope we can f- get through Back for Blood, and uh, we have I mean, Cat Quest yeah, coming Cat up Quest. for our next episode. Which is, uh, I don't know when this comes out, but it's on sale for two fifty nine on the PlayStation Network store. So I did. I bought it there. Well, I own it physically, so... Well, I'm not you! <laughs> and maybe aren't our viewers. If you post this up, they might be able to play it in time. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll uh we'll definitely give a shout out in the Discord about where to find it if you got if ever anyone wants to play with us. But uh I think it was I think this is good to have a little extra time at the end. Feels not so we don't end so abruptly. Mm-hmm. Um also going through the story the way we were was too much. Yeah, I think kind of narrowing it down to like that format seems to work a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't spoil every aspect of the game, too. Mm. Um, but uh, I think it's time for us to uh, get ready for the next episode. So thanks for listening if you've made it to the end. 
and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Later. Bye.